0: Hello and welcome to my podcast. Hello. What? Hello. Hello. <laughs> the new age of real estate. Uh, my name is Curtis Jacobs. And today I'm here with I'd say the best realtor in South Florida. Gabe Romero. Woo, yeah. So enthusiastic. Look, if you Alright, there, there you go. Well, uh today we're talking about why home prices are the way they are in 2021 if you've been doing your research they are at an all-time high and they are going up like crazy so we're going to tell you today why it's going up like crazy um, what to expect and why you shouldn't be scared that it's going up so fast so quickly so let's get started you're in south florida i'm in orlando um yeah the markets are pretty similar i'd say they have their differences of course but um i mean houses are selling here in less than a month what about you
1: oh yeah i mean the last house i sold sold in five days and i'd offers before it was even seen that's crazy um yeah like what i do when i launch a listing at least is I structure it so on a Monday I will take the photos of it I'll put it on the MLS on a Wednesday and then I won't do any showings until the weekend and I'll have two open houses and usually it'll sell that weekend
0: gotcha so it's
1: I mean it doesn't really have to be in the market long as long as it's priced uh-huh, right uh-huh.
0: that's key. The, if it's priced right I mean I, I've seen houses go hours like it's crazy yeah, you don't really see that um, the normal real estate market is about six months. So the home is supposed to sell. Well, I shouldn't say supposed to, but typically a normal market, they sell in six months. So the fact that, I mean, these houses are flying off the shelves is, is um, a direct yeah. direct effect of... Um, or not direct effect, but directly because of COVID.
1: People don't understand that interest rates are historically low right now and they haven't been this low since like they first came way back when and even then it was like what nine percent back then in the day way back when
0: actually i think it was up to like 15
1: This disgusting
0: <laughs> ridiculous i don't know how anybody agreed to those terms but um you know it really took a dip because of covid i say that because yeah. you know Every, a lot of people lost their jobs. I think it went down to, um, the, uh, what the it was. I'll look
1: at the right unemployment
0: now. rate was down to, um, what it was in the market. Twenty four
1: point five percent in April twenty
0: twenty. Twenty four percent? Are you serious?
1: Part time workers twenty four percent, and full time was thirteen percent.
0: Wow, that's crazy. To counteract this, they decreased the interest rates, hoping it would, you know, kickstart the economy back. And it did a really good job for real estate. I mean, you, the, these home prices, I think 2020 went up about 15%. Do it,
1: you want to know something crazy? Yeah. So I have this agent in my brokerage that she, um, so she found a house for one of her clients, right? And okay. she, I think she got it under contract for like 250 And the client wanted to sell her house a month later, she hadn't even been in the house for thirty days, and she was able to sell for two seventy. Oh, that,
0: I don't get it. I don't understand that's how. That's ridiculous.
1: But it, <laughs> it it it's nuts how much things are selling and how quick they can sell. A month yeah. later, she's like, I don't want this house. I want to sell it.
0: <laughs> Typically, it's four percent that goes up the year, but right average now, average appreciation, yeah, yeah, average appreciation four percent. Right
1: now, it's so competitive, so people are willing to put cash above the listing, or they're they're willing to do it depends if the house is um, competitive if it's a competitive house it can the seller really has a lot of room to work with
0: exactly because it's so competitive um, because of the interest rates houses like we said are flying off the market so there's not a lot of inventory so no not 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 at all you're you're fighting if you're a buyer i mean you're fighting for that yeah so
1: i just posted a story today and it was comparing the market at least in West Palm Beach, Miami and Broward to January 2021 to January 2020 and it said active inventory in January 2020 which was last year right before the market started getting super hot had there was 17,711 active inventory in January uh-huh. this year in 2021 January there's 9,503 so that's almost like an 8,000 home difference Wait. in what
0: in the whole Tri County of South Florida, there's only nine thousand yes. on the market.
1: Right now, at this very second, yeah, there's no houses. Wow. This is single family residence at least. Uh
0: huh, uh-huh, gotcha. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: And it's crazy because there's a th- there's like four hundred more closed sales than last year. The average sale price went up two hundred thousand dollars. There's a billion dollars in volume more, and the median time to contract is cut in half from fifty one to twenty five this is just one year when you have no inventory you can play around with how much you want to sell your house for because you have no competition really Uh, when I go show clients houses I can only really show them a couple handful it's really annoying and then those handful have a lot of eyes on them too so your best bet right now to get deals is if you can off-market properties sometimes if the house is too competitive
0: also with Um, You know, these prices rising so fast. Um, Some people are scared because it's going so fast. And, you know, really, real estate market is like no other market. No, it's it's a lot different. Everything reacts a little bit slower. That's why you didn't see a crash with the stock market as, you know, the stock market crashed. You didn't see that with the real estate market.
1: It's more stagnant,
0: more stagnant. Yep. If anything it's gonna steady out with the interest rate going up very slightly by the end of the year it's it's projected to go up to 3.4 right now it's at 3.0 which isn't a lot more it is it is over time you know almost half a percentage you don't think is a lot but it is a lot of money but when you look at the big picture you know that percentage is very slightly going up. So the market is going to react with that interest rate at a steady, slow pace. And one, one thing you have to consider with real estate is when you're buying real estate, it's for the long term.
1: The saying yeah. goes... Unless you're flipping. But unless, that's a whole oh, of other, course. That's a yeah, whole that's, other story.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but if you're buying real estate to live in or maybe you want to do an investment but you want to rent it out,
1: yeah, I mean, r- investing in real estate is long-term because I mean, exactly. house flipping is not really an investment. It's just like flip. But yeah, you a flip. Yeah, quick cash, you know. Yeah, like burr or long-term rentals or Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. But, yeah,
0: it, so you got to think there's going to be dips always with always. any investment, okay? So if you're in it for the long-term and you sh- – are 100% going to be fine. Your home is going to appreciate, and at the end, you're going to build up that equity from paying off your mortgage, and you are going to make money. It's better to buy a home and wait, build up your equity, than it is to not buy a home and wait for a market dip. That's not, It's not stocks. You can't wait for a market dip and buy. That's not how it works. Yeah. When, you, when you buy a home, you get a mortgage loan, and like we said earlier, the interest rates are super, super low. You should be more worried about the interest rate than you should about the home price. The home price ne- means nothing compared
1: to the interest rate. Mm-hmm. Facts. Especially in long-term situations.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think you, you shared with me um an example earlier. Do you want to share that? So, now
1: yes, you? I have it pulled up on my phone. I can actually send it to you, too, if you want, like, a picture to put on Yeah, phone. yeah, Definitely. Um, let me just pull it up. So I was doing, I was like doing mortgage calculators, right? And I was comparing prices of homes in 2005, right before the first crash, and like now. Uh huh. Um, let me pull it up. It's right here. So basically, I said if you were to buy a house in 2005 for seven hundred right? and fifty thousand dollars, right? Let's say you put ten percent down, which would be seventy five grand and you did 30 years and the average or interest rate back then was like five and a half, right? Your mm-hmm. monthly, um, your monthly payment would be $4,768, right? For 30 years. And let's say you bought a million dollar home right now and you put 10% down, which would be a hundred thousand. But like, let's do the ratios the same, right? Mm-hmm. 30 years. And let's say it was two and a half percent. Let's say a good credit. Then your payment would be 4,704. So just because, um, your interest rate was two was almost three points lower, three percentage points lower. The monthly payment was for a million dollar house was sixty two dollars cheaper a month than the seven hundred fifty thousand dollar house in
0: two thousand five. Wow, so yeah, like, that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And even not not even the monthly payment, just over time, you're going to save so much more money. And you're saving, I mean, not, excuse me, you're not saving, you are paying $250,000 more up front, and you're still saving money. Like, people don't understand that the number one thing you should be looking at is interest rates, not the home price. The home price may be scary when you first look at it, but when you break it down, you're talking to your mortgage partner, you're looking at the monthly payments, you're looking at how much you're paying over time, it's a lot less scary, okay? And if you're in the market buying a house right now and you're thinking about throwing offers, just, just keep that in mind that, you know, offering another 10000 or maybe another 5, 15000 5000 yeah, it's okay. It's not going to ruin your payment.
1: Because okay? it will be like the same price as if you bought it way back when. Exactly. exactly. I remember I was talking about it with my uh, coworker or my colleague, if you will, um, and <laughs> He said he celebrated back then when he got a 6% interest rate in his house because about the time that was low. And he's like, that's crazy because now interest rates are two and a half, three percent 3 3.5%, whatever your credit is, I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's like, oh, yeah, time to refinance at that point. Um, but it's crazy because I tell people that the interest rates are low, 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 low right now. and They think it's going to stay like this all the time. And it might be here a little while, but it's not going to be here forever okay so the title of this podcast is uh why the price of a home shouldn't scare you in, in 2021 and that's also because i've noticed when i'm looking for houses and when i've listed a house that um you can list your house at whatever you want right like it, it can be listed at anything um but at the end of the day the bank is gonna yeah. decide how much it's worth and how much they're gonna loan a person to sell it or to buy it or whatever so uh for example when i listed the last house i sold it was i listed it at 435 which would have made it the most expensive house in the neighborhood obviously i was testing the market it was the highest sale too in the neighborhood but i was testing the market because they said they did like sixty thousand dollars in renovations it was a four two it was just it had a nice backyard travertine tile it was all pretty it had nice furniture inside so it it showed well but the highest house before that was 418, I think. And I was running comps, I was worried that it wasn't gonna appraise for that much because every offer I get almost nine times out of 10 has an appraisal contingency. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah. what ended up happening was I had multiple offers on the property. I, had, I even had one offer for 439, right? But they're only willing to go 5,000 above appraisal. So I saw an, another offer that said 437, 500. But they were willing to pay seven thousand above appraisal, right? So we ended up going with that offer, and what ended up happening was it appraised at four thirty. Mm-hmm. So now the buyer was stuck paying four thirty-seven. So it ended up, it ended up selling for two thousand gotcha. dollars over asking, and still Working being super out. expensive. But what I'm saying is, if, um, like when you're looking at homes, what they're listed at is not how much they're worth, um you have to wait for the appraisal and depending on the market in a market like now you have to be competitive. So depending on the home you're looking at, you might have to be willing to put cash down above appraisal because, um, that's how it is. But a lot of them, a lot of the homes I've noticed are listed way above what they're worth. So like when you're looking on Zillow or realtor.com, which isn't even accurate half the time, just makes, just make sure you know that, um, what you see on that price tag is probably not what it's worth. It could have a good, I mean, a lot of the times it could be around that, but some most of the times there's room for negotiation. So people forget to realize that the sale of a house is a negotiation. It's not necessarily just a list price and I'm a buy for this much.
0: Yeah, and what us real estate agents do as well that the appraiser is gonna do, when we price a home, we're looking at list price, of course, but most importantly, our competitors, excuse me, our um, comparatives that we're looking at are what the homes have sold for, and that's the, the difference. You don't want to look at that guy down the street that's trying to sell his house yeah. at this price. You know The sale price is what dictates the market. So and all if someone doesn't know, I just want to uh, go ahead and say this. An appraiser is um, a person that works with the bank that comes in and will look at the home and try to price it it takes and 10 this, minutes yeah it takes very little time and they do this because the, the real estate agents are invested in this transaction so they need a third party non-biased person to come by to get the price and that is that price that is made
1: that's the, as as long, yeah.
0: That that's, just, yeah, that's as much as the bank is willing to give you so if your offer is $40,000, and the bank, the appraiser, tells you it's only worth three eighty. that's when, like Gabe was saying, you need an appraisal contingency that says we're only going to pay this much more than the appraisal.
1: Or half the time, piece, a lot of people don't even put that they're going to pay more than the appraisal. They'll just pay the appraisal. But depending yeah. on the competitive market, you have to pay above appraisal because then your offer will just be beat out.
0: Yeah, I think that's about it. I think we covered everything that we wanted to go over in this episode. Uh, Gabe, did you want to say anything else?
1: If you're ever in South Florida and you need to find a place to buy or you want to sell or you want to rent or you want to do anything, <laughs> just give me a call.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Gabe, I, you, you've been there your whole life, right? In South Florida?
1: Uh, I lived in Connecticut for six Connecticut? years. A little bit of a... Yeah, I was a kid. My dad had a job, but then I Ew. ended up moving back when he quit. Ew. Yeah, but in June, I'll have been in Florida for 10 consecutive years. And then prior to that, I was in Connecticut for six years. And prior to that, I was in Florida for like six or seven years. I don't know. Gotcha. Well. I can't do the math.
0: Yeah, math sucks. But um, yeah, if you're ever in South Florida, hit this guy up. He's the best. And if you're ever in Orlando, I'm also. Curtis. Yeah, hit me up. We're going to have all our information in the bio. If you want to hit us up, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out. Yeah, and thank you for listening to this whole thing. If you're listening to this, like, thank you so much. Like, you just spent 20 minutes out of your day listening to us just talk about real estate. So, thank you. And you guys have a wonderful day.